0: Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Today, I have a... um, I'm super excited to record this podcast today. It's signs that it's uh, time to stop dieting and then what to do next. And I feel like we are coming up on that season where um, people are shifting more from fat loss to... Um, The holidays are coming and we want to, most of us would prefer to be at maintenance. Um, But this is also a time where it is hard for most people to stick to a diet because um, this is that time of year again, where there's a lot of holidays stacked on each other and just a lot of social like gatherings um, during, you know, the next three months. So Really wanted to um, touch on, I think there's six that I have here, um, signs that it's time to stop dieting. And then we're going to talk about like where to go from there. What would be your next step? So the first one that I have on here um, for the first sign that it's time to stop dieting is should be the obvious one. It's that you've reached your goal weight. So um, obviously when you diet, you are in a calorie deficit and when you get to your goal weight, you don't need to stay in a deficit any longer. Um, so at that point, it, it's obviously a good time to reverse diet, get to your maintenance calories and maintain your new body weight. Um, if you are not familiar with what reverse dieting is, I can touch on it really quickly, but I have a whole podcast that I did on it. Um, and you guys can find that super helpful, but Uh, Reverse dieting is literally just the act of slow, gradual increases to your new maintenance calories. So as you diet down and your body gets smaller, it will require less calories to maintain that new weight. So the maintenance uh, calories that you started at, if you lost 10 pounds at the end of your diet, your maintenance calories are going to be lower than they were at the start of your diet. So a lot of people kind of mess up there because what they do is they don't reverse diet and after they lose weight, they just go back to eating exactly how they were and they end up gaining the weight back. Um, If not all of it, then some of it, but regardless, they um, have a hard time maintaining their newer weight because they just revert back to exactly what they were doing prior to losing the weight. So um, again, the first one there is just you've reached your goal weight. So Um, that would be a time to stop dieting and to implement a reverse diet to get to your new maintenance and out of a calorie deficit. The second one I have on here is that your body isn't responding to a deficit anymore. So um, what a lot of people don't realize is if they have a significant amount of weight to lose, it is going to require them to do it in phases. So they are more than likely not going to be able to start a diet and completely finish a diet in terms of maybe you have 30 pounds to lose, you're probably not going to be able to do all of that in one dieting phase. So splitting that up into increments and periodizing your nutrition. So looking at, okay, I'm going to have a dieting phase from maybe it's January to March or something like that. And then I'm going to reverse diet and I'm going to be at maintenance through the summer. And then I'll start another dieting phase. You know, at this point, So it's really looking at a calendar, mapping out when you're going to have your dieting phases, when you'll have your breaks and your maintenance phases in there. Because again, if you have a significant amount of weight to lose um, and you're dieting and you're cutting calories, you know you have to eventually drop calories at some point and probably multiple times during a dieting phase to be able to continue fat loss. So you'll get to a point where you're not gonna have a lot of calories to pull from. So when you get to that point where calories are really low, sometimes people's bodies just stop responding because calories are super low. Their NEAT has decreased. So their non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that is just your movement outside of exercise so it's literally just daily movement so it's the steps that you take it's the fidgeting that you do it's you know the calories that you burn cleaning the house it's um you know kneeling down versus sitting on your rear end if you're pulling weeds things like that so um all of that will decrease because your body is trying to conserve energy and hold on to any of the calories that you're taking in so a lot of times when we get super low calorie your body is just, it, it stops responding because you're not burning as many calories through exercise or NEAT because you're just super low energy, very fatigued. Um, and then any food that's coming in, your body naturally wants to hang on to. And I hate to use the term like starvation mode, but it it recognizes that, that calories coming in are... Um, like few and far between. And so it wants to conserve energy and hold on to anything that's coming in. So again, it's going to slow down other processes to conserve energy and burn less calories. So when you get to a point where your body is, you know, you're being consistent um, at the low calorie intake and, you know, you're not having cheat meals and things and you're at low calories and you're not seeing um, any fat loss, inches aren't coming off in terms of uh, measurements and the scale's not moving, It's likely time to go ahead and reverse diet and get to your new maintenance and hang out there for a while so that you can prime your body for, you know, higher calories during your next um, cutting phase. So, you know, again, like I said, people don't realize that when they're they're cutting that they're not going to be able to lose all the weight in one dieting phase. You know, as your body gets smaller, it takes fewer calories to support it. So naturally when you're dieting, you're, you know, as you're losing weight, you're going to have to adjust calories and cut them down lower and lower over time till you get to a point where there's nowhere to pull from. Uh, the next one I have on here is poor adherence. So, um, this one's pretty self-explanatory, but if you are, if you've been dieting for so long that, um, it's hard for you to stay on track and, um, I mean, again, it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> you you've been dieting so long that it's it's hard to stay on track. Then it's time to get out of a calorie deficit. Now, um, this is where you'll see a lot of people that yo-yo diet, so they'll they don't really put an end date on um, their dieting phase. They just start a diet and they're you know thinking I'm just going to diet till I lose all the weight I need to lose. And what happens here is if there's no end date, it's easy to you know stop and start over again. That kind of thing. Um, But with the poor adherence one, this is one where maybe you do have an end date on it and, you know, maybe it's been three months, four months and, you know, calories are lower and you're just having a hard time because you're super hungry um, and it's just hard to, you know, stick to that calorie deficit. Then instead of yo-yoing and doing the, you know, let me start back over on Monday, I overate this weekend, but I'm going to start back over on Monday. Just go ahead and do yourself a favor. Don't do the yo-yo stuff and just go ahead and reverse. Get to maintenance again. Hang out there for a while. Give your body the love and attention and rest and recovery that it needs. And then again, you're priming yourself for a better fat loss phase when you cut again later. So, you know, maybe you dieted for three months be at maintenance for at least three months and then start another cutting phase to work on the rest of the weight that you have to lose. Um, The next one I have is hormones. And I've kind of got this broken down into uh, several little things. But um, so this is stuff like your sex drive is really low. Uh, Maybe you're like constantly in a bad mood or very irritable, fatigued all the time. Um, For women, maybe your cycle has gotten irregular. So any of those are going to be Um, big red flags that it is time to get out of a calorie deficit. Again, move to maintenance. Chances are if one of those things or multiple of those things are happening, so the the fatigue, the sex drive, um, bad moods, low energy, irregular cycle, you know, even for a guy, low testosterone, um, then you're probably eating too few calories. So again, um, you know, being in a calorie deficit, so you're taking in fewer calories or burning more through exercise um, than what is needed for your body to maintain weight. So again, that's how you lose weight. But if you do that for an extended period of time and you start running into any of those things, um, being at maintenance or even a small surplus, if you're okay with gaining a little bit of weight, but at least maintenance is ideal to restore those things, restore biofeedback and start feeling good again. Um, So Again, I think those are pretty self-explanatory. But the next one I have is um, your relationship with food and being hyper-focused on food. So like I said, um, these are pretty self-explanatory, but I'm trying to give a little context behind each of them as well so that you can see where, where I'm really going with this. But um, when we're talking about being like hyper-focused on food, this would be where you are um, like constantly hungry and you're thinking about when is my next meal or afraid that you might run out of calories for the day. Maybe it's that you get anxious if you can't track exactly, um, but you're just constantly thinking about food. Or maybe it's that you are like glorifying a cheat meal or um, when I can, you know, eat this again, I'm going to have this and this and this. And like, you're just really putting food on a pedestal where it's like, you're just really, really constantly thinking about food all the time. Um, and the relationship with food part, having that like bad relationship with food where it is and they align, but um, maybe it's that you are thinking of food like good versus bad or um, you've gotten to a point that you get anxious or nervous during um, like social settings if you don't know the menu or what's going to be served and it's giving you anxiety about being able to track your food or not track your food or going over calories or the possibility of it. So, again, when you get to a point that you've dieted so long that you are... Um, having a bad relationship with food or you're hyper-focused on food, um, where it is like taking away from your everyday life, this is a really, really big red flag. And it is definitely time to, whether you've met your goal or not, um, like I said, most people are not going to meet their goal in one dieting phase. It's time to get out of a deficit because your mental health is just as important as your physical health. um, And it's gonna have the same effects on your body if your mind isn't where it needs to be, especially if you're trying to continue dieting and you have um, anxiety or again, the hyper food focus or the bad relationship with food. You definitely do not want to be in that situation. So again, reversing um, and getting to maintenance and allowing yourself a little more food freedom, being able to go out and not having to track every single thing or um, it's it, just giving yourself additional calories to work with that leeway in that wiggle room. It, uh, alleviates so much pressure in terms of feeling like there's, you know, never enough calories. Um, I know when you're low calorie and you're dieting and it's like, you're having to track every single thing and it, it can get overwhelming and super frustrating and you can feel like you're missing out on things. So you definitely, um, don't want to do that for an extended period of time. Again, there's no weight loss goal that is going to be uh, that you're going to feel good about at the end of it if you've had to like alienate yourself and miss out on everything to get there. So it's trust me, it's not worth it um, in the long run. And it's, you know, you can still get there. It's just doing it in chunks and in phases. You don't want to put yourself and your mental health at risk to get to a goal, which again, is not going to be nearly as enjoyable when you get there if you've had to miss out on everything to get to that point. Um, and the last one I have on here um, is that you have a new goal. So maybe fat loss isn't your goal anymore. Like I said earlier, you've um, maybe you reached your goal or maybe you were dieting and um, your goal shift. Maybe it's that you have something happen in your life um, that you know circumstances change, or um, you know something happens where it makes it difficult to stay in a deficit. And it might be taking on a new job. It might be something crazy has happened, and you're able to travel the world. And you know you don't want to be dieting while you're doing this. So again, um, just. It can literally be a number of things, but just new goals in general. Maybe you um, dieted down and you don't have as much muscle on your body. So you don't look the way you thought that you would look. So it's OK, well, I need to build muscle. Let's um, either reverse diet and go to maintenance or let's go into a small surplus so I can add some muscle for a while. So, again, there's tons of different um, reasons or goals or things that could change, you know, in in, I mean, like daily, uh, but just, you know, when you're just being open to, um, knowing that you don't always have to be dieting and life happens. And, you know, again, it might just be something where mentally you're not able to, you know, adhere to a calorie deficit. It might just be that, you know, stuff is hard at work or hard at home, and you just don't have the mental energy to give to dieting right now. And that's okay. Um, it's, but it's recognizing that and putting yourself in a position where you don't feel like you're constantly failing or that you're starting over, stopping, and, and all of that crazy stuff. So again, it's just being able to recognize that, um, when that happens. So the goal part, it can, you know, I guess that's two different. Pieces, it can be um, goals change or just life in general, um, circumstances change. So I'm going to run through those just really quickly one more time. There was, um, so these were, I think there were six uh, signs that you need to stop dieting and start a reverse diet. So there was, you've reached your goal weight, your body isn't responding to a deficit anymore, your adherence is poor, Um, the fourth one was hormones. So it had. Uh, things like sex drive is low, um, bad mood or irritable. You're fatigued constantly. Uh, for women, maybe your cycle has become irregular. Uh, the fifth one was your relationship with food has become poor or you're hyper focused on food. And then the sixth one was, um, you have new goals or circumstances slash life has changed. (laughs) So I know that's a lot, but, um, I think those are things that people don't often think about when they are dieting. I feel like that people think, okay, when I start a diet, it will stop when I have reached my goal. Um, And they don't think about anything else other than like getting to that goal. So again, um, like I said, it's important to understand that you are more than likely, especially if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, not going to get to your goal weight In one dieting phase, and that is okay. It's not intended to be that way. Um, so it's really educating yourself, understanding that um, you know, you can be at maintenance, and it doesn't mean that you're not working towards your goals, it just means that it's a different piece of working towards your goal. So um it's just super important to be able to restore your biofeedback, to feel good, to get calories high again. Again, and I keep saying priming your body for your next fat loss phase. So, you know, it's you have a fat loss phase, you go to maintenance for a while, you work on building muscle, getting really good at, you know, weight training or running or whatever, you know, have a different goal in there while you're at maintenance. Um, But again, you're priming your body for your next fat loss phase so that you can start at a higher calorie amount. Um, you've restored biofeedback, your BMR is higher, um, you're able to eat more food and likely able to lose weight on higher calories during your next cutting phase. So tons of really, really important reasons to have the maintenance breaks in there. Um, but again, like I said earlier, this is the perfect time of year to shift into maintenance. Um, if you're somebody who's been dieting the majority of the year, um, whether you've met your fat loss goal or not, I highly encourage the majority of people to um, move into maintenance during this time of year because there's so much going on, like I said, and it is hard um, to adhere to a calorie deficit when you're thinking about Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas coming up. And so recognizing that setting yourself up for success um, is super important. And then again, priming your body, giving it the the recovery it needs to be able to start January fresh. For most people, that's the best time to diet simply because everybody is dieting. And so adherence is usually really good um, because you don't have like friends that are trying to talk you into like, going out and eating bad or drinking because they're all dieting too. So (laughs) I always encourage people when they, you know, some people think it's, oh, yeah, New Year's resolutioners. And I'm like, you know what? A lot of people have really great success then because the majority of people are doing it. So it's easier to stay on track. So, again, I encourage you if you found yourself in one of those six um, things that I mentioned earlier, then I would say, recognize that as a sign and go ahead and plan to reverse diet and move to maintenance. If you are someone who is scared of reverse dieting or maybe doesn't really know where to start um, or you just want the additional support, I recommend checking out the Reverse Within program. I will link it in the description in the show notes. Um, All the program details will be there, but this is the only time this year I will be offering the program um, I will set your initial macro setting and then I actually map out your macros. So your weekly increases for you. So you know exactly what macros to move to week after week. You'll know what signs to look for if you should hold steady one week and not increase um, things like that. I'm also available in the group for the six weeks. So there's office hours weekly where you guys can come in and ask your questions Um, it's ran very similar to the structure of the shred program. So the group setting like that, there's a workout program that will accompany, accompany it. It's six weeks long. Um, again, the only time I'm offering it this year. So I will link that again for you guys in the show notes. Um, but I hope this was helpful. And again, I just really encourage you to take a look at where you're at, um, And like I said, if you find yourself in one of those six places, um, whether you've met your goal or not, recognize that and take action on it. So again, I hope this was helpful. I will talk to you guys next week when you are hearing this. If you're interested in the reverse program, there is only going to be one day left to sign up. So again, um, take action on it. Do not sleep on it. This is the only time I'm offering it this year. Um, but yeah, you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found a value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.